Did you see the play by PCA? Let's go. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy, and this is Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following and subscribing on all audio platforms, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Wednesday episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on today to get started. And we start the 2023 MLB season in 22 days. We are going to follow up our lineup discussion from Tuesday's episode. Please check that out. When you get a chance, if you haven't yet, and we're going to do that by discussing the lack of a power surge from this baseball club uh, the last couple of seasons. Sam, the Cubs finished 2022 17th in MLB in home runs, 12 homers shy of the next team. Uh, Wisdom led the club with 25. Hap has the second most for a returning player with 17. And Chris Morrell. Uh, as I forgot until I looked this up earlier today, uh, finished with the third most of a returning player uh, with 16. In general, what has been the issue with hitting the ball out of the ballpark? First of all, I just want to say, excuse me if I'm a little giddy today because PCA looked like Willie Mays in the 51 World Series this afternoon. So I I, I just, man, you want to talk about a kid that has the it factor, but that's a different subject for a different time. Yeah, the team has no pop. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to have to get some some production from, from guys maybe you didn't expect. Wisdom will have to hit a lot of home runs. I think Swanson will give them a little bit of a jolt, but they're yeah. also, they also lose Contreras. Uh, and, and look, we want them and, and expect them to play a lot of small ball and manufacture runs, but that's harder to do with Wrigley Field, especially in the summertime. The ball is going to fly out of the park. Uh, you know, they're going to need guys to have higher end power years. So, for example, if, if Suzuki wasn't hurt, that, that changes things, but Suzuki, Bellinger, Hap, Wisdom, Swanson, all have to be over 20 homers, guys, so they can kind of do it by committee, and, and, and that will be enough, and, and we'll go from there and, and, and discuss maybe some, some other guys. But, but those core guys have to hit the ball to the park. Like, Hap has to hit more than 21. Um, you know, I expect mid-20s from, from, from Swanson. Uh, Suzuki should homer when he comes back and hopefully Bellinger. I mean, there's no reason if he's playing every day, no matter what he hits, that he doesn't stumble upon 20, 25 of them. Yeah, no, I think 20 is a great number. I think it's very fair actually, 
um, that that would be an over under ish number for, for the names that you mentioned. Um, in addition to maybe a surprise name in there, the Cubs after Tuesday's spring training action uh, were third to last in baseball uh, with seven home runs. Edwin Rios has two. Luis Torrens has two. He hit two today. Uh, both on Tuesday. <laughs> David Bodie, Nelson Velasquez, and Trey Mancini also have each hit uh, one home. And run. no, we're not going to do a Torrens episode like you want, like we do with Bodie. Not every time somebody has a big day, we're going to talk about. I don't it. even it know. To, I don't even know who that is. It has to affect the big league roster, folks. Yeah, he doesn't have the history with the North Siders like Bodie does. Right. Uh, what have you seen from Edwin Rios? Because yes. I'm starting to think he's yes. an option not only to make the roster, but make some starts. Do you follow me on Twitter? Uh, yes, I do. I was probably one of the first people to follow you. Okay, yeah, because I did mention that today. Um, no, I okay. uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Rios, uh-huh. Rios <laughs> has to have consideration to be on this team right. because he has probably he, – he, he reminds me At a lot of – Sam Olber. He, he reminds me a lot of the lefty version of Wisdom. Uh, really that's what I thought when they signed him and, and, and he's got pure power and when you look at it let's just hypothetically put him in the opening day lineup right hypothetically right um I think and I know you're not going to love this but I think it makes a lot of sense with Madrigal in it because now you're starting to talk about balance right you got a you, you got a you got two guys that you feel great about putting the ball in play in Madrigal and Horner and then, and then you got mm-hmm. you, you got a, a nothing but power guy Rios. He may go over four four Ks, but if he stumbles upon one, he might hit it over the scoreboard down right. Ken Morav hitting a bike rider. <laughs> and, 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 and then, and then what that when that what, what what playing Rios enables you to do is you could DH him, yes, play Madrigal a third, and then bump Mancini over to right, and all of a sudden that lineup looks a little bit more dangerous or Pelagroso in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I just that was off the cuff. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, I think I, that's how you say it in Spanish. I'm not sure. I'm not against Mike Talkman, but I am. I just I'm 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 warmer <laughs> to I'm warmer to Rios. Yeah, no, I'm against him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, nothing personal, but No, I'm just kidding. Um, what what do I know? Yeah, no, and I think Rios is probably a DH only as a starter. I know he's played third and first in the past, but I don't really see him at the hot corner. And yeah, so Rios would be the DH. He would bat, you know, somewhere in that lower third, potentially Mancini and right. And again, that's not and magical a third. And, and that's not the everyday group. No. Uh, maybe you have a combo or wisdom and Rios both play. Sure. Probably, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it, it would probably be the, the one that's a little less frequent, um, but I'd like to see it. Yeah. And uh, I'd also like to see maybe a combo where Hosmer sits. I mean, does that dude need to play every day? Mancini at first, Rios DH. Um, yeah. You know, and, you no, know, we don't, we know, talk what you're you know, whatever. Yeah. So yeah. there's, there's different combinations. Um, I hope David Ross, you know, has a, you know, have some fun with right. these. Right. You know, actually try some things and be serious about winning the baseball game in April. And Joe Madden used to always do a good job of this. And he would say stuff like, hey, 
so-and-so is having success because he's not playing every day and I'm playing was him big on that. Yeah. And, I, and I'm playing him in matchups where he's going to be successful. You know, use Rios against righties and soft tossing righties and, and bump oh, wisdom yeah. up in the lineup and hit him fourth or fifth against the lefty because he could hit some for power against lefties. You know, sure. The, there, there isn't going to be an everyday lineup. I get that. And, and, and right. you, you want to use it. I just think Rios, I think the point of this conversation is the Cubs are lacking power. That's why we were high on the Fran Mill Reyes uh, lottery ticket last year. Yeah. And, and Edwin Rios is a similar guy. And listen, sometimes in baseball, you look at individual numbers, right? And, and you look at each team and you go, man, how is this team good? This guy's hitting 215. This guy's hitting 235 because it's about the collective. And and, mm. and 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 you want to balance it out. And with Horner and Magical and Hap and Suzuki, you got some guys that can hit and get on base. Hosmer has a good hit tool. And then you got, you know, the Mancinis of the world and, and the Bellingers of the world that are all or nothing power. And you add another guy like Rios in, and all of a sudden, it, it's not the 27 Yankees, by goodness gracious, but it, it it's – it's balanced, and, and and there's a lot of ways to skin the cat. There's a lot of ways to beat you, and, and that that's more exciting for me. Rios could hit two home runs on the Sheffield, or Madrigal and Horner could combine a back-to-back hit runs and produce runs, right? Right, and, and, that's and baseball. Ba- and balance is important, especially in, in today's age. Yeah, and I and I do think Rios uh, can, can inject some power. Man, does he uh, – and, and by the way, just, just to close – he has a lot of it. That home run that he hit today, I mean, it, I mean, it's a long swing. You could tell why he has some batting average slash contact issues. But right. goodness gracious, I mean, he didn't even get a hold of it, and it was halfway up the grandstand in center oh, field. Boy. Center yeah. field, wow. And then the one he hit uh, in San Diego at that, you know, quasi-copy Petco Park that they tried. I mean, that yeah. ball, you know, that ball almost took down a vendor. <laughs> So other action from, from Tuesday, uh, Pete Crow Armstrong, X equals PCA oh. with a highlight reel catch, running down a fly ball to his left. Oh. Okay, so folks, that's the backhand. He's a left-handed thrower. Uh, just just a, a, a great play that excites you as a baseball human, right? Uh, what a catch. He is, as Lindsey Crosby retweeted me today and said, 80-grade defense, no doubt grade. about. I mean, this guy, if he – let me tell you this. If he were to start March 30th, he wouldn't hit at all, and he'd still flirt with being a three-war player because wow. he is as good as any defensive center fielder we have ever had, folks. Ever. Jimmy Edmonds, ever. All these guys. Uh, uh. He is spectacular. He could run. He could go get it. He will make Dexter Fowler look like a uh, 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 Hap in center field. Okay, or well, well, he's better than anybody. Yeah. Oh, is he spe- defensively? I'm speaking only. Right, right, right. What a talent! Yeah, no, it's exciting. Underrated it's exciting. prospect. He should be a top ten guy. Again, pitching was the takeaway from Tuesday's contest. Uh, there was a low light, and then there was a few. Highlights, Adrian Sampson struggled, allowing six Jeez. runs on four hits in two and two-thirds. And then Alzali, Kay, Stout, Sanders combined. Cam Sanders. Six and a third shutout. Adrian Sampson, I'm close. I'm close for an episode where I, I eliminate him from the race. 
Well, and, and you know, people tweeted at me and said, hey, Sam, wh- why are you giving the benefit of the doubt to Smiley? Maybe Samson's just working on stuff. And the answer is Samson isn't a, a shoe-in for the roster. Before, That's a great answer. Before, the, before spring training, David Ross even said it's a competition and the two main guys are Samson and Wisniewski. So, they were, so they he, were name-dropped. With all due respect, and I like Adrian Samson. There is, he he is our pitcher of the year. Yeah, he is not established enough to say, hey, I'm taking the spring off, just going to work on stuff and give up three no. home runs every every two innings. No, he's trying to win this job. He's struggling. And he has now given up six home runs in what, what is it, like four innings? Yeah. Uh, that, that is a red flag. I, I, know, I know it's early on in the spring, but I, I'll say it. I think Wisniewski is going to have the lead here pretty soon. Because it's it, it's one thing. It's like, oh, his command's not right. He's just giving up bombs. That's that's not good. And, no, and, that's and, bad. And think about what a bad look it would be for Ross if it's like he struggles in the spring and then and then gives up like six homers his first two starts and then they make the move. Like that's just, a joke. Yeah, I, I I know I know you don't want you don't like to rush guys and all this stuff. I think we're the, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. I think that it might be the next turn in the rotation. We're there. In Cincy, is it would be Wisniewski's first start? Is that right? I think they play Cincinnati after Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're getting, in, which is a disaster of a place to make a, a season debut. But that's neither here nor there. Right. Um, I, I I think I, I if if you were to tell me right now, I, I've switched the odds. I would say going into the spring. I'd say it was probably 75% Samson, 25 was Wisniewski or something along those lines. I'd say it's about 55-45 now leaning towards Wisniewski. Yeah, Sam, I mean, they're in competition mode, and if that's how he is competing for that job, um, that's that's highly discouraging. And and the only reason why that job is open in the first place is because Kyle Hendricks what a segue. is out, and he's throwing off a mound now. And we're going to update you on all of that coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the number one sports book in America. That's why we're so excited to have FanDuel as a partner here at the Locked On Podcast Network. And new customers can join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Locked On. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line, the point spreads, the player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. All in an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose, at FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner, of Locked On Cubs. And speaking of FanDuel, I'm expecting a big weekend in Chicago for the Illini. Okay, yeah. Big yeah, 10 no, tournament no. returns they, to Chicago. They better win a couple ba- basketball games. <laughs> well, that's the sport they're playing. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, well, I am a little sullied about the Big Ten tourney this week after Iowa dropped another contest in Nebraska last weekend. <laughs> right, right. Well, there's All nothing right. more to do than Nebraska than watch contests. Kyle Hendricks threw a 25-pitch bullpen on Monday. The plan is for Hendricks to throw nine more of those, uh, so 10 total bullpens before <laughs> going live against hitters. Uh, then he will join extended spring training there at Sloan. 
and then a rehab assignment. So possibly early to mid-May for him. Nice to see that he is throwing, the professor, uh, returning to the classroom perhaps, uh, <laughs> even at his older age. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's nice to see it and they have a big runway for him to get through, which I think is thoughtful. And quite frankly, they're able to do that because with the depth the Cubs have, there's absolutely zero rush for him to return. I mean, zero, zero. Um, and if he pitches well during this runway, great, good problem to have. Plus when May 1st rolls around, probably inevitable that someone takes his spot on the I.L., Someone gets a breather even, right? Um, something like that. So I think it's good that Hendricks is throwing. My, my ex- expectation for him is still on the low side. Um, but even only a couple weeks ago, we were kind of playing the read between the lines game. It didn't sound good. It sounds a lot better now. 25 pitches off the mound is a huge step. That's no easy task after a major injury. And uh, I, I'm definitely – going to keep tabs on uh, his progress despite it uh, you know being a longer leash this time I have nothing more to add okay no you covered it Uh, you covered that beautifully Uh, thank you so much the Cubs have a lot of pitching depth as previously classes uh, in session yeah yeah as previously discussed on this show there's no rush if he becomes an asset to the team great if he doesn't i don't think it's going to be a big deal i never give up on kyle Hendricks, one of my all-time favorite cubs would love to see him back and and go from there i, I i'm hoping you see suzuki before him yeah that would be i wonder if their time and that's going to be a question for megan montemuro by the way yeah, I wonder if their if their returns will be will be close to each other or not. Uh, that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting, and I wonder if on nights the or days the Cubs have a night game, will Marquee Sports Network show Kyle Hendricks and Seiya Suzuki in those extended spring training games? Wow. The cameras are already there. Only you would would wonder something like that. The cameras are already there, folks. Yeah, no, that's except the DVR. Right. All right. All right. Coming up next. Getting kind of hungry. We're going to preview the tournament that Suzuki's not going to be in due to his his injury. And that's the World Baseball Baseball Classic. Classic. Real baseball. And we're going to talk about it coming up next. Welcome back to Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We're in your ears right now. Maybe you got the over-the-ear headphones. Maybe you got the AirPods. Maybe you got some other uh, inner ear variety uh, that you're listening to. That's Apple. That's Spotify. That's Amazon Music uh, without the ads, if you want. Sure. And other places that you could get our podcast. So, and maybe you have earplugs in because you don't like to hear me talk. <laughs> World Baseball Classic Games. Begin actually overnight, Tuesday into Wednesday morning. And I'll be watching those. Wow. And that doesn't surprise me at all. You can't. And everyone plays their first game by Saturday night, including the United States, as the red, white, and blue open up against Great Britain oh. at 9 p.m. Central Standard Saturday on Fox. So you're going to be watching these games. What's appetizing about the WBC? Real baseball that matters. I'll be watching Cuba versus the Dutch tonight. <laughs> uh, Holland, the Dutch, the Netherlands. They go by three different names. Right. Um, I like to call them the Dutch. 
we had a, a very competitive game with them in the World Cup quarters. Uh, they got a good middle infield. They got a lot of guys, Bogarts, Gregorius, these guys. Uh, no, I'm excited. A couple White Sox will be making their debut tonight for Cuba. Yoan Moncada and Luis wow. Robert. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just love baseball. It's my favorite sport. And, and, and people are going to be playing it that are really good at it, and it's going to matter. So that, that, that's enough to get me to stay up till, till, till 1 a.m. to watch baseball. Um, you know, you could you know, go ahead and speak to your show. I think I know the answer to this, but so Pool C is U.S., Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. I'm wondering either what's the next best pool or what pool most intrigues you. Which pool is Israel in? So they're in a stacked pool. Yeah, no, they're going to get annihilated. But I, I still would like Puerto to Rico, this. Venezuela, Dominican Republic. Yeah, that 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 pool. <laughs> I'd like to see Mervis lead my my country. No, um, I don't know. I, no, look, I hope I, I I hope the United States and Dominican Republic go really far because they have the two best teams. And Pool B: Japan, Korea, Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. That could be interesting as well. Cubs to watch in the WBC for me. Oh, and Otani, I want to see Otani do well. Yeah, of course, Stroman and Velasquez for PR. Uh, Javier Assad for Mexico. Mervis for Israel, and Owen Casey for Canada. Uh, Team Canada lines up in an exhibition on Wednesday against the Cubs. Justin Steele will take the ball uh, against Team Canada in spring will training Casey be play- Will Casey be playing for Canada in that game? I believe so. That's kind of funny. Yeah, so I wonder if he's going to be a starter for them. I would guess he would be, um, but, we'll, but we'll find out. I'll tell you this. A, 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 a very obvious storyline that I'll just mention. This is the first time Otani's played on an actual big stage where everybody's watching and it matters. Watch out. Okay. Uh, I mean, he had two three-run homers last night in an exhibition. And one was on a swing. He dropped to his knee. No, I'm telling you. that would. How fun would that be if he just takes this thing over? Be awesome. Uh, that would be great for the sport. It really would be. It really yeah, it would. would be. It would. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, you got the W. I mean, think about it this weekend. You got Cubbies are still playing in spring training. You got the WBC. You got the Big Ten tournament. You got Selection Sunday coming up. Feed me more. Sarah, get the tilapia going. I'm getting hungry. It's going to be a big uh, weekend. <laughs> be sure to subscribe to Locked On Cubs no, on Sarah, YouTube. I'm talking to myself, by the way. And smash the like button and all I call your favorite myself, Locked On Cubs version. content, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. And you can drop us a text, 312-834-4634. Also, Kevin in Colorado uh, left us a voicemail overnight last night. We might try to play that on the show this week. Was it if Kevin wanna- Gregg? If you want to leave us a voicemail, again, that's 312-834-4634. Yes, it no. rings a lot, but be patient. Eventually, you hear my voice. Then you could leave your message. Or hang up. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now make your second. <laughs> Don't hang up. <laughs> no, I'm joking, folks. I'm joking. Locked uh, on Fantasy okay. Baseball. Sam, you could win your league by listening to Matt hey, and Dom, need help. who will be on this program at some point this month as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies locked on fantasy baseball available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is locked on Cubs.